Thank you for joining us for Let's Pray, a ministry designed to help and encourage through Bible reading and prayer. And I'm Brooke Suttle, the pastor of Royal River Baptist Church in Yarmouth, Maine. Our scripture reading is going to be found today in Hosea chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. And while you're finding your place in the Bible, let me remind you that Hosea is a book about obedience and particularly the theme that we've given it is a call to obedience. Uh, Israel has walked away from God. God has wanted them to obey him and commanded them to obey him, but they have they have cast away the Lord. They've gone after idols, doing their own thing, and the Lord is going to bring judgment on them, but the Lord wants them to be obedient. And so he, he calls Hosea to fulfill his word, uh, to preach and proclaim his word, but the but the life of Hosea is going to be a living illustration of the of the hurt that God has experienced by Israel turning their back on him. And Hosea is going to be called to do something that is very difficult. We called it the challenge of obedience. Sometimes God asks us to do things that we don't understand. Sometimes he asks us to do things that we do understand that are very difficult, that are very challenging to our life. And we think we're not equipped well enough to take care of what God wants us to take care of or to be what God wants us to be. But Hosea is going to see this challenge uh, God's going to tell him to go take a wife of whoredoms. We said also that we don't believe that uh, Gomer is at this time living in whoredoms. I'll point that out today in our lesson. But here he's t told to take knowing what the outcome is going to be. And it's a challenge to the life of Hosea. And so he's to obey God. He's going to have to do what the Lord tells him to do and take a wife of whoredoms. And also there's going to be children born to her out of wedlock that are going to be, I say out of wedlock, they're out of, uh, they're not Hosea's children. Uh, she's still married to him, but they're not his children. And so it's a difficult thing. He's going to tell Hosea wants him to do this because uh, the land's committed whoredom. So his life is going to be this living illustration. Now let's go to chapter 1, verse 2 and 3, and read, and it says, The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea. The, the, and the Lord said to Hosea, Go, take unto thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms, for the land hath committed great whoredom departing from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Diblim, which conceived and bare him a son. Evidently, this first son is a son of Hosea. We'll get that to that later. Uh, so we find the courage of Hosea, and I call this the courage of obedience because we can be challenged to do a lot of things by the Lord, but it doesn't mean that we're going to obey. The challenge wasn't just to Israel to get right with God, but there's a challenge to Hosea to, get, to do the will of God. He's living for God, serving God. The, the circumstances of his life have brought him to this place. His former obedience has brought him to this place. He's living for God. He's taken up the challenges of the past. Now there's a new challenge, and it's going to take courage to follow the Lord. And so we need to have courage when God asks us to do difficult things, that we would follow the Lord and do what God wants us to do. We see the faithfulness of obedience. Uh, Hosea is going to do what God wants him to do. Hosea's been faithful, and it would appear that Gomer has been faithful. You say, oh, Brooks, 
says here to take a wife of whoredoms. I don't believe she's a whore at this time when Hosea actually takes her to wife. Her name means complete. And we looked at it and say, Gomer, complete? Yes, she looks like she is the perfect wife. She looks like she is the complete package, that she's the perfect fit. Diblim, her father, means two fig cakes, which speaks of, figs speak of abundance and blessing, and he's two fig cakes. So oh, it means a double portion, if you will, double abundance, double blessings. It's really a play on the names. And what should have been a blessing, Israel should have been a blessing. They should have taken the Lord's salvation. They should have prospered in it. They should have been unified. There should be, there should be blessings on top of blessings, abundance in their life. That's what God wanted to do for them. But rather, their life was filled with duplicity. Rather than unity, it was filled with deceitfulness and double dealings, and not doing what they should have done. They were playing the harlot, and Hosea is calling them out for this. I want to look a little bit more, though, at this idea of figs being uh, representative of bounty and blessing. It's a closely Figs are closely associated with Israel, and the state of the nation of Israel was often pictured and portrayed in the health or barrenness of the nation by a fig tree. In 1 Kings 4.25, it says, And Judah and Israel dwelt safely, every man under his vine and under his fig tree, from Dan even to Beersheba, all the days of Solomon. So it's associated with safety, uh, with rest, with abundance. Hosea 9.10, it says, I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first ripe in the fig tree at her first time. But they went to Bel Peor, and separated themselves into shame, and their abominations were according as they loved. He said, I saw you as first in the fig tree her, at her first time, blessings, but you rejected that and went your own way. And then judgment in Micah 7, 1, woe is me, for I am as he when uh, they have gathered the summer fruits and as the gleaning, grape gleanings of the vintage. There is no cluster to eat. My soul desired the first ripe fruit. In other words, there was nothing there. The tree was barren. There's nothing left. And so this idea of blessings are associated with the fig. Here is this lady and this man, this father, and it looks like Hosea is marrying into the perfect relationship, but he knows better because God has told him, and things are not always as they appear. God wants blessings for his people. We can enjoy them. We can enjoy the things of God, and God wants us to. But remember, when God wants us to do something that he's asked us to do, it takes courage. Even though everything may look okay on the outside, that we may see there's problems beyond, and it's going to take courage to press through. Let's, let's just obey the Lord. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, help us encourage to press forward. It may look like the ideal situation, but you've given us insight maybe into what things are really like. Help us not to shy away when we know there are challenges that may not appear like challenges to other people. Help us to press forward in the name of Christ. We'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for Let's Pray. I hope it's been a help to you. If you have need of additional assistance, you may reach us at 207-899-7949, or you may go to our website at letspraynow.org. Until tomorrow, hope you have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye-bye.